Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Pod Network Entertainment. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. Welcome to the big time! Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. You know your damn role and shut your damn mouth. Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. I have to finish the story. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Zila Dragunov, the star Bang, the sniper is shooting you down. This is TMDK's Robbie Eagles, and you are listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. It's Rowan Emil coming at you for another Picks of the Week episode for this week. Um, yesterday, you might have heard the uh, eulogy for Bray Wyatt, which we recorded over the weekend. Um, I'm sure when our other co-hosts come to um, come to the, the show soon, maybe this week or sometime soon, uh, they'll also have their own takes on it. But uh, till then. Uh, uh, we hope that we helped you process a little bit uh, your feelings about Bray Wyatt and his untimely passing. But anyway, uh, Emil, how are you, man? I'm good. A um, lot of wrestling over the weekend. I mean, we had, uh, um, you know, it, it was kind of a mixed bag of emotions during the weekend. Uh, yeah. Of course, the Bray Wyatt passing. But uh, the weekend ended well with uh, All In. It was... Uh, I'm surprised na hindi ako nakatulog when watching All In. Um, even though that's at 1am in the morning. But usually kasi talaga I'm awake at at that point of the day. Uh, kasi I work at night so I'm used to it. Pero I'm still surprised na I was able to be up to watch the entire 4 hours. It, it was 4 hours. So ano naman, in normally... AEW pay-per-views can feel can feel a little bit longer than it is, but this one was a quick four hours one. It was really fun. Yeah, uh, I wasn't gonna talk about it, but since you brought it up, um, that's not whitewash. Uh, <laughs> what happened nung uh, nung kapon, kapon Yeah. So <laughs> our all-in quote-unquote watch party was a major fail. Champre, uh, you know. Uh, some pe- it, it's hard to I understand it's really hard to to do because it's 1 a.m. and uh, not everyone's gonna be up for 1 a.m. But you know I was anticipating that some people might would get to do it because it really is the big show, you know the biggest show in wrestling history, right? Like 
you guys have done the same for lower for lesser uh, <laughs> WWE cards, but you couldn't do this for AW, right? And I guess it goes. It's another learning experience. To quote our great uh, Gidas coach, but, uh, it's one of those learning experiences that prove yet again that AEW is still a second class citizen in this country and in this fandom. So uh, we tried, we really did, but it wasn't enough. And I guess I should have seen it coming then, because you know. Uh, the attendance for yung normal Monday morning pay-per-views are just okay. So, you know, I should have known that not everyone is going to be interested in a, uh, in a, in a midnight after midnight viewing party. And well, it's going to be a, a worse thing because next week we're going to have all out. So now I'm going to ask, I'm really going to ask the crowd, uh, our <laughs> Discord server, if they really want one. Because if not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to bother <laughs> doing, you know, streaming it live. Right? So, you know, it's, it's kind of annoying. It, it disappointed me. It was annoying. But uh, at the same time, I know I should have asked, but it is what it is. And we're not always going to, not always going to make it, uh, we're not always going to hit it big. So. Yeah, learning experience, as Coach Shot said. But anyway, I talked about the uh, Discord community. So that, that leads us to our Patreon program. So Emil, tell the people what is waiting for them in our Patreon program. All right. So if you want support and experience, uh, Wrestling Wrestling Podcast in full, all you got to do is subscribe to our Patreon program at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. For only as low as five dollars, so or in a local currency, it's around 260 to 270 pesos. Of course, we already uh, this already uh, mentioned the Discord community where you could interact with us, interact with your fellow podcast, and sometimes we host some watch parties in there. But uh, uh, all out next week, so that's something to watch out for. I hope since it's gonna be on the Monday morning, the month. So I hope uh, you know our audience uh, can. And then join us in our watch party. Also, we have our Pasavais, although it's not really exclusive anymore to, to our uh, pay, uh, patrons. But if you join our pay, uh, patron program, you might get some friendly rates on the, on the service fees na pinapato na uh, iniimpose namin uh, when we do these things. And also, we have review content of the weekly wrestling shows from Rowan, ASH, and Row. Lastly, um, by subscribing to our Patreon, you're supporting everything that we do here on the podcast, and uh, we be able to hold events like, uh, like two of the events in the next in the next month or so that uh, Ro will uh promote in a in a bit. So again, uh, please subscribe to our Patreon at patreoncom slash wrestling podcast. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> all right, so Emil mentioned Emil mentioned a few events. First of all, uh, I thought. Uh, legit viewing party that I'm sure more people would show up to than our all-in viewing party. Payback viewing party is happening. It's a small event uh, hosted by ourselves and our friends from uh, Geek Talk PH and Champa, our partners from uh, our partners from Hobby Stadium QC. So we're doing payback on Sunday, uh, September three. Uh, that's at eight a.m. The show starts at eight, but the doors will open at seven. So please drop by. If you got nothing to do on a Sunday morning, it's only two hundred pesos. All tickets are available. Walk in. You don't have to. Um, you don't have to uh, register for snack.ph anymore. Um, I'm sure it's infinitely more convenient for you to come in and walk, uh, get your tickets, and uh, we'll just have a good time. Uh, it's mostly a, a raw pay per view, uh, which we'll talk about in the in the in the stream on Thursday. But um, 
just go there. I believe the uh the ticket comes with a free I don't know, no free IC pala, pero let's please support the business ang friends natin from uh Hobby Stadium by ordering food and drink for breakfast. I know for a fact that the food is really good and the coffee is really good. So especially for you guys who are not used to the morning uh pay-per-view shows and you need to pick me up. So please, please support the business. And you know, if we're doing the um if we're watching it live, let's uh, make sure that we, you know, have a good experience, and uh, so that we can ensure that may susunod pang ganito in the future, right? And then the other event that we're putting on at uh, Hobby Stadium as well is our upcoming quiz night. It's uh, the first one we'll do in a few years. Uh, before it was under the Smart Henry brand, but now Smart Henry is no more, and. Um, we're doing it ourselves and we'll just have a quiz night. Uh, it's going to be at Hobby Stadium on September 23. It's a Saturday night. It will be for 350 pesos. That gives you a free iced tea. You could come as yourself. You can come as a duo or as a group of more than two. Anyone can join and anyone can participate in this wrestling themed quiz night. Up for grabs are gift certificates to Hobby Stadium. I know they got a lot of nerd stuff, really good hobby stuff that's uh, really worth the the money there. So if you're looking for, I know, if you're looking to get some stuff from Hobby Stadium, this is the best uh, thing to try and play for. And then there's also a prize of uh, a box of WWE trading cards. Siempre for the card aficionados out there, this is a good get. So alamanya, and uh, we're also in talks with everybody's toys and collectibles. You and the partners at and with uh, uh, no SummerSlam viewing party. So if you liked the uh, Tribal Chief package that we gave away in the SummerSlam viewing party, this is also going to be a treat for you. So diamond prizes, guys. Let's all hang out. Let's get together. It's going to be the night before the next MWF show. So it's going to be a good good weekend of solid wrestling um, events, right? So tara tara. So come and join. And so I'll have a good time at Hobby Stadium on September 23, Saturday. All right. Now that all the housekeeping stuff is done, it's time to head to our picks of the week. I've been talking too much. Our first pick of the week is uh, from Rowan. Actually, it could pretty much be a consensus pick. But it is the tribute promo that LA Knight cut uh, uh, SmackDown last week, which is the day that they found out that uh, Bray Wyatt passed. So SmackDown became a tribute show to both uh, Bray Wyatt and Terry Funk, who had also just passed uh, the day before. And um, they had to do the unenviable job of balancing the episode to be uh, between um, a tribute show and their usual uh, uh, story episode. So um, the last time this happened was uh, Chris Benoit. And um Arion, they just scrapped all storylines and you know um asked whoever wanted to wrestle to wrestle. They didn't impose uh you know, they didn't ask anyone to work or they didn't force anyone to work. But it's not the case this time because they still had um they still pushed through with their uh promoted matches. So Yun, yeah. Uh Rowan thinks that the tribute show wasn't as emotional because yeah, they still Pushed through with some of their uh, advertised matches, but um, they wrote the justification in a way that it came off like an acceptance stage show. Uh, that's Rowan's words, meaning to say that they were in the acceptance stage of the tragedies of the tragic incidents because um, 
they said that, you know, there's nothing that Bray would have wanted than to entertain the fans. So let's carry on with a normal show. So the emotional part about this was um, LA Knight's uh, pre-match promo before the main event. He paid tribute to Bray Wyatt. Champion, uh, everyone knows that LA Knight was the last opponent in Bray Wyatt uh, back at the Royal Rumble in the, in the um, infamous Mountain Dew pitch black match. And um, LA Knight said that he wasn't like the best friends. Uh, he wasn't like the best of friends with Bray, but they're now tied forever together, right? And um, he pretty much said that working with Bray formed a friendship with him during those times. And he was ultimately grateful to Bray because um, he took him under his wing, in a manner of speaking, and make him made LA Knight relevant by feuding with him and you know having that infamous match. So he ended the feud, he ended the promo rather by quoting Bray Wyatt's uh, infamous or legendary run catchphrase. And you know, that uh that pretty much set off everyone's emotional triggers, right? So uh I can see that in this promo, LA Knight was visibly, you know, coming off of crying. So so that was pretty cool. And uh, he didn't really hide that fact. It made him a lot more cool uh to a lot of people because he wasn't shying away from the fact that he was crying about um LA, uh Bray's passing. And I understand why or how this would have made people emotional. And I thought that LA did a really good job of balancing the you know, story that he had to advance and uh, the real emotion and the gravitas of the moment and convey that without having to go through his uh, usual catchphrases. So what did you think of this, Emil? Um, uh, Rowan pretty much said everything about this. Uh, it was it, it was uh, it, it was an emotional episode. Uh, but this one, they they saved the best for last with this uh, LA Knight promo and the match. And um, again, you know, looking back, we didn't really like the pitch black, but that feud really cemented LA Knight as he's one of the he's one of the guys in the main roster now. And yeah, he also addressed it. And he's grateful to Bray because, like, in a way. You know, he helped LA Knight find his footing in the main roster. So it was fitting that he's the guy to address the audience so that they can also help the audience, you know, get through their their feelings, their emotions throughout the night. So uh, an incredible promo. And, uh, you know, he, he won the match. He won the match. And uh, that last image uh, of SmackDown last uh, Friday was was uh was emotional where they uh, had the silhouette of Bray with the butterfly picture on the on the on the big Titan Tron and uh the fireflies you know um lit up and that was uh that was a great final image to SmackDown and a very fitting tribute to uh to one Bray Wyatt. Yeah a lot of people have been saying that LA Knight became a real star from that promo. I don't know if I agree with that, but it really was good. It was a good moment. Uh, but he he cemented himself as a serious guy that didn't have to rely on the the catchphrases so much. But I don't think like that was the biggest star making performance ever. But I'm not going to dispute that now because we're all in mourning. So you uh, know, I just wanted to get that out there. All right, next pick is from Chino. 
Uh, last week, a trailer for a new Netflix show dropped. It's actually a docu-series. It's called Wrestlers. And it was from the people behind Last Chance U and the other show, I believe. So if you don't know what Last Chance U is, it's a docu-series about um, athletes who are trying to make it to college, to a college program, but yes. are not like the best or the cream of the crop. So it's a more uh, compelling and dramatic story of uh of sports and you know trying to make it big so this is a lot of the same this uh wrestlers is a story of uh not just a independent wrestler but also some veterans like um like al snow and then i think i saw uh, an appearance by david shoemaker there so uh because it's such a well produced um it's a well-produced a docu-series about wrestling that isn't really about young guys that we usually see yeah. or the legends that we know, it's pretty interesting and intriguing. So Chino says that it's an inside look into the world of pro wrestling. I He asks if this was what NXT originally wanted to be. No, I don't think so. He just really likes it because uh, even though the show isn't obviously out yet, um, he thought he thinks that it's a nice thing to have because more content about wrestling is always good. So, Emil, what, what's your take on this? Uh, on this? On this? Well, teaser of uh, this new show. Uh, uh, the fact, the main fact that you know I got out of that trailer is I'm surprised OBW is still a thing. Um, oh, it is. I, yeah, yeah. And I thought like um, after. Um, after its association with with WWE as a developmental, na na wala na lang siya. But I'm saying again, I'm very surprised to learn that it's still uh, in existence. Although they're not really associated with WWE anymore, and they run more like a an independent wrestling uh company. And Al Snow is in there, so that's uh, something to look forward to. Um, but I'll. I'll judge the series when the episodes drop. This is obviously a trailer. So uh but people are excited, you know, with this when this trailer came out. So probably means uh this series has some potential to be really good. Yeah, and yeah, heat up uh but like um because it's really just a teaser, but it is what it is. And uh I guess the idea of having it is good enough, which is I guess oh, I know it. Right. Um no, I agree with you, actually. Yeah. Uh I do love documentaries and docuseries like Dark Side of the Ring and all that stuff, but uh, I don't always get the time to watch them because I don't have the full commitment necessary to finish all of them, especially for Mahabang series. So go to home one. Um, if I was, if it was a, a shorter series and it, I was forced to watch it, uh, I would probably finish it. But let's see how good this is going to be. But the ruthless aggression docuseries you get to Napoli. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> All right, uh, that's it for our first half of the episode. Before we get to the second half, which is all the matches that you need to see um, on uh, the past week of wrestling, let's hear from a few of our fellow podcasts on the Pod Network. All right, we're back with this week's Picks of the Week episode. It's Ro and Emil coming at you with our Picks of the Week. And the next pick is from Stan. It's from last week's episode of Raw. It is the Intercontinental Championship match between Chad Gable and Gunther. All right, this is weird. Um, it's good, for sure. It's really good. Uh- Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I like that they're giving Chad Gable the rub. Obviously, he's good. He deserves it. We talked so much about Chad Gable over the past few weeks because he's been pushed. And that means you we get to make uh, his matches, picks of the week uh, a lot more. So I, if you've been listening, you know already uh, how we feel about Chad Gable, right? And this is one, another one of those um, good performances. But Champion, they were holding it back because uh, it wasn't going to be a decisive finish. Uh, Chad Gable won by a count out here. And initially when I saw that, I was confused because he was celebrating as though he was he won the championship because it was a title match. Right? And he was celebrating like he actually won the title. But he didn't. And then I think um, eventually it, it it came to me. And uh, by, by the way he reacted to it, uh, he wanted to prove that he could beat and hang with Gunther. So that was why he was celebrating. Not because he thought that he was going to win the championship, but because he knew he could hang. So that was pretty cool. And that's a great moment. And I hope, I don't know if there's space or time for it, but I hope that they find a way to put this in payback, even though that's going to make it like a completely raw exclusive <laughs> uh, pay-per-view. So um, really good stuff. And for those who... Again, we keep saying this, but you know it bears repeating. But for those who don't know what Chad Gable is capable of, this is one of those things that proves it. So, what do you think of this, Emil? Um, definitely, I love the story of this of this feud. The again, the genesis of this is Gun, uh, Gunta doubting uh, Chad Gable that he could hang with him. So, it's the the story doesn't really doesn't really revolve around if. Uh, Chad Gable can beat him, but all the feud is about right now is if can uh, Chad Gable hang with him. And I think successfully, so they are now on the next step of this feud now because Gable was able to hang and even beat Gunther via countout. Now the question is, can he now beat Gunther in a one-on-one match? Parang, ano, parang, ano, like Chad Gable is going by it bit by bit you know he like he at first he wants to prove at first to Gunther para sa so yes i can hang with you and when the moment comes i can beat you for for your title which i absolutely love and i don't know if this might lead to Chad Gable actually winning pero i am loving this story so far and i can't wait for their third match I don't think it's going to lead to Chad Gable winning because yeah. he already got the big win in the count out and the fact that that was like the first time Gunther was beaten in singles action in a long time. So they're hanging that on Chad. 
And then because he already has that victory, he doesn't need to win the championship, which is, I'm sure, how they're going to play it. Like the way they usually do with Roman. Right? Uh, he he got beat by the Usos, right? And then um, because of that, he uh, Jay wasn't going to win the championship. So that's pretty cool. Um, I do hope, though, that that's wrong. I mean, my prediction is wrong that he that Chad eventually um, wins the title because he deserves it. But I don't think uh, it, I don't think it's going to be that optimistic for him. All right. Uh, next uh, pick, which is mine, is from NXT Heat Wave. Last week, it is uh, Trick Williams versus Ilya Dragunov. And uh, you know the thing about how you need a better guy to to carry you, and then if you have, if you you if you step up and match his beat uh, step for step, then that means you're a good wrestler. So that's uh, this is, is Trick Williams is coming out. So they gave him, they threw him in the literal deep end with Dragunov here, <laughs> and he survived. Uh, my favorite spot of the night, Champlain, was uh, Ilya doing the downward forearm smash, the falling forearm smash, which is, if, if I took that, I would probably die or get knocked unconscious, but it's fucking insane. And um, I knew that Trick Williams was going to be something because he got the body, he got the physique, he's got the athleticism that uh, uh, WWE guy, WWE management really likes in their in their superstars. Especially now in their current drive to recruit mga non-wrestling athletes to the performance center. So I think um Trick and you know guys like our people like Tiffany Stratton and uh whoever else is in there, Ivy Nile, is proof that this system works. Uh sometimes you do have to look beyond wrestling and get great athletes and then teach them wrestling. To make it work, I say sometimes the wrestling fans, they're not, <laughs> they're not the best. They're not the best athletes. I'll, I'll admit, they're not the best athletes. <laughs> but yeah, I, I like this for Trick. I love this for Trick. He can hang, and I think that guy's a future single star. They're already teasing the whole uh, dissension between him and Carmelo, and um, the fact that you can hang with someone like Ilya Dragunov, even though that's not hard to do, is still pretty. Great and something to be said, Niba. So, uh, what did you think of this, Emil? Oh boy, I I did not have any expectations for this match at all. Like it was the opener of Heat Wave, and I was when I was watching NXT, I was watching while working, and then by the middle of the match, I start to see, I, I start to watch the match entirely. Na dun na lang yun na focus ko sa TV because can't believe Trick Williams has the ability to hang like yeah Ilya Dragunov is Ilya Dragunov right but Trick Williams also needs to you know parang need niya mag step up eh kasi yung kalaban niya super galeng and he was able to do that and I was really surprised that Trick has it in him you know like, like we all before we always think of Trick as the bodyguard of Melo like he's, he's he's the muscle right pero in this match he proved that he can wrestle like he can step up whenever he needs and this is a breakout party here for uh for Trick Williams and I was so happy um if it wasn't for my pick of the week this would have been also my pick of the week as well because I was really surprised of how great this match uh was that dude is a basketball player Deba. Or, or is he a wide receiver I'm not yeah, Wait, I'm gonna let's check that. Fact check that right now. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. He's a non-wrestling athlete. 
Baka so, basketball player kasi tangkad siya eh. Yeah, yeah, diba? That's what I thought then. Uh, there, if, Trick Williams apparently has no Wikipedia page. That is weird. <laughs> For a guy um, in his position right now, wiki. he has no Wikipedia page. <laughs> Get this man a Wikipedia page. How dare you? <laughs> All right. <laughs> No, in this in this pro wrestling wiki page, nakalagay lang talaga doon. He's a he's a wrestler who wrestles in NXT. I know, I know he was. I know it was one of those uh, write ups WWE.com eh, that I, don't know, yeah. I saw, or one of those background uh, bios that they mentioned when he when uh, on commentary about. No, appar- apparently he all, he had some training before coming to to the PC. It's actually I'm I'm on wrestlers database or cage match. He trained under CCW pala. So maybe he is really a wrestler. Wala, di, wala parang wala siyang athletic background. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> I could have sworn that he was a basketball player somewhere. <laughs> no, 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 no. Wait, yeah. is this him? I don't know. It's not him. All right. Never mind. That's, that's, uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let's carry on. All right. Your pick, Emil. What is it? Tell the people. All right. So my pick of the week is uh, probably the biggest match. Uh, in the biggest uh, event in pro wrestling history, as they say, it's the main event of All In, Adam Cole versus MJF, uh, the main event for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. So earlier that day, earlier the, earlier that night, uh, they won the ROH Tag Team Championships from the Aussie Open. So dun palang na throw off na yung predictions ng iba na there might be a turn because why would why would they give them the tag team titles if they're gonna break up at the end of the night? So, but still, at coming into that match, I was anticipating drama to happen after the match. So the first half was, you know, they wrestled, and then I started to see the story of the match that MJF can't do things to Cole because of the friendship, pero Cole because he was desperate to win the championships, to win the championship, will do anything, even the most dastardly things. To MJF, like that um that moment where MJF hesitated to uh do the tombstone pile driver on Adam Cole dun sa announcer's table, but he can't do it because it's his friend. Pero Cole did it nonetheless. Now walang hesitation, no hesitation whatsoever. I, I I even tweeted something about it. Na oh, I'm I'm smelling a double a double turn here because Cole is acting like Austin in WrestleMania 17. I see the same. The same similarities in mannerisms and in actions. No, um, at the end of the day, friendship wins. You know, um, uh, they they did the double pin and then they restarted the match. And again, I love the character development of both guys here. Uh, in in that post match, um, post match segment where MJF does not only care about the title anymore, but he care, legit cares about his friendship with Adam Cole, and he was willing. To, you know, he did that thing where he threw the title to Cole and he dared him to hit the hit him with the title. The same way as um nung, uh when they did it when they lost the tag team match at collision where Cole was anticipating MJF to hit him, but he didn't. So it, it was so beautiful. That um I believe it was also a callback to the yung uh, post-match celebration that they had the confetti. It was a callback to the last time there was a major wrestling event in Wembley, and that was um, in 92 where Bret Hart and the British Bulldog, uh, they also had the same celebration after the match. So I believe it was a callback. And again, Roderick Strong, um, 
He's the most he, he's ironically ironically the funniest part of this whole story. Like he he, he nobody he, realized that Roderick <laughs> Strong turned heel. Yeah, yeah, like, he, yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, he, he was so he, like that legit made Roderick Strong interesting again. So overall, everyone played their parts, even the kingdom when they console Roderick Strong after after the celebration. So um Again, uh, you know that kept me awake. Nung the, that last hour, that whole anticipation of what will happen really kept me awake. So, great. wrestling wise, it wasn't really something a match of the year candidate, but the story really, you know, yun nagdala dito sa match nito. Pero yun mo na score ng libreng uh, party kat sa UK yung kingdom just for that spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Before, before I talk about it, I found it. Uh, Trick Williams was a wide receiver, like I said, because he's oh, built yeah. like a wide receiver. Oh, yeah, uh, that's, yeah. Okay. South Carolina Gamecocks. Uh, anyway, right. Yon, um, you're right. Uh, well, first thing, um, that wasn't the only callback to SummerSlam 92. Uh, they did that because, uh, yeah, they did that because it was a big event in Wembley. So how do you not, it literally, it was a WrestleMania level event. So how do you not, you know, uh, how do you not, Treated like one at the end. So the other uh, callback to um, SummerSlam 92 was the finish where MJF beat Adam Cole with the inside cradle. Mm. So Bret Hart beat Davy Boy Smith with a roll up because Bret Hart loves doing roll ups. <laughs> so he thinks it's legit. Yeah. So uh, Bret Hart legitimized the roll up. And that was like, I think, I think, because uh, it was the same unassuming type of finish. So that's the callback there. Anyway, I agree with all the everything you said. Uh, this really was a match, a, a pick rather, because of what happened after. So, yeah, I was saying that um, I didn't think AEW could top what WWE was doing with the Bloodline, but they lucked into um, Adam Cole and MJF. I I say luck, I say I don't think TK foresaw any of this at all. Like, uh, he did he did the whole um, uh, he did the whole. MJF versus Adam Cole story at first, and then he tried doing it his way, but with the whole uh, work shoot, about uh, how MJF usually started his 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 feuds with with the people he looked up to as quote unquote heroes, about. And then they did a detour where MJF and Adam Cole teamed up, and I think they really were just um, building that for the next pay per view, and then they realized how good the chemistry was between the two of them. And then I think the whole fact that Adam Cole didn't turn on MJF at all was Tony Khan finally admitting to, you know, admitting defeat to the, you know, the, the audibles that, you know, that people wanted to make. But that's pretty good. And I give him credit for that. Uh, you mentioned the match not being all that. I agree. I think they were holding back for a bigger match. If the match isn't all out just yet, no pun intended, you know there's going to be a third one coming. Not anytime soon, because I know they're trying to milk the team up for sure for a longer time. And you have to, because it's really good. Uh, you gave up your second tier uh, tag team championships for that and deserve the money. I agree. Um, that was the right move to make. I did call a long time ago that um, these two should stay a team and they should win the tag team championships together. And I'm glad this is happening. I'm just not glad it's not the AEW champ tag team <laughs> championship. I don't hide it in. They made it work. Yeah. They made it work. Uh, Adam Cole um, 
Adam Cole justified why he chose the ROH Tag Team Championship. So that's pretty cool too. I like how they flipped the rules here where MJF is the one asking for the heel turn. And more than ever, I don't know who is going to turn here. And the only the only reason I don't like that is because it, there's still a possibility that MJF is the one to turn again. And that's the last thing anyone wants right now because yeah. everyone wants to cheer MJF. And I hope MJF realizes this because he can't keep going back to the crutch of being a heel. He does have to try being a face because people want him to be a face. People want uh, the reason to cheer their scumbag. Right? So, you know, I hope that that's where the story is headed because right now it could still go either way. You know, man, super great. Um, really the best thing that they've done all show. David Shoemaker said that uh, this show was very WWE and I know that TK doesn't want to admit that, but it really is. Uh, it really was more WWE than anything. And I guess that kind of uh, affirms what WWE is doing. Despite what the hardcore fans of AW want and like, but it is what it is. But uh, to be fair, it's not really just WWE's brand of storytelling. I mean, it's the legacy tradition of uh, Western pro wrestling. That's how it's always been done in North America, if you will. Uh, even the pacing of I, I'm glad you brought up what Shoemaker said about All In. It's very WWE because. The pace of the show really felt like. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. Let's, let's save that for Thursday. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, save that for Thursday. We're, talk, we're talking about the matches here. Right. So, do you have anything else to say about? No, uh, um, no, no. Uh, you know, but, again. again. Yeah, all right. Yep. All right. Yeah. Sorry. No, it was my fault. I brought up the whole thing. But, uh, uh, I, I realized that we should nip it in the bud. All right. Yes. All right. That's it for our picks of the week. This episode this week. Thank you so much for tuning in and supporting us, the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You can follow us at Wrestling2XPod on Twitter and TikTok, uh, at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on Instagram, and the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on Facebook. You can follow me at Rosewar, Emil at, at EML underscore Meister, uh, the others at Monday Night Rowan, that's N I T E, at Chino Supersized, and at underscore Stan C. Thank you to the boys and girls of the Pod Network for helping us do what we do here and delivering the audio goodness and video goodness as well on time and uh, consistently. So thank you for all of your work. And we'll see you guys on Thursday where we dissect all in and then predict payback and all out. Jesus yes. Christ, get ready. Strap <laughs> yourselves in for a big episode. Uh, but I go, uh, we're going to go. We're going to have to go long here. Yep. Right. On behalf of Emil Nate, this has been Romoran. This has been the Pixel of the Week episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Until Thursday, or whenever we, whenever you listen to us next, please stay safe, stay warm, stay dry. Uh, storm it out there again. Don't be a dick, right? Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, out. Peace. The opinions of podcast creators, hosts, and guests are not necessarily reflective of the official stance of the Pod Network Entertainment, its hosts, or other network programs. The content created by the people behind the podcast is personal and not meant to harm any religion, ethnicity, group, organization, company, or individual.